0: do you suffer with chronic pain? Are you taking risky over-the-counter or prescription anti-inflammatory drugs? This is Dr. Ronald Hoppe with a better natural solution from Future Farm Botanicals, Liquid Turmeric Liposome Complex. Future Farm's liquid turmeric with liposomes and nanotechnology delivers maximum absorption for effective pain relief. Sourced and manufactured in the United States, this product contains 1600 milligrams of curcumin and powerful antioxidant properties. This plant-based curcumin is used to possibly reduce inflammation, block proteins that trigger swelling and intercept inflammatory pathways, significantly decreasing inflammatory responses. For more information and to order, call 888-841-7216, 888-841-7216, or go to myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman, that's future P-H-A-R-M, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. Don't live with pain when there's an all-natural, science-based remedy that works. myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman welcome back to today's intelligent medicine podcast i'm your host dr ronald Hoffman. Our guest is isadora guggenheim she's an nd and rn and nutritionist and her practice is at secondnaturecare.com you can get information about them they're in uh uh just north of within cycling distance of <laughs> New York City because I know I've, I've uh, cycled that beautiful scenic route uh, in Rockland County. And um, we're focusing on ozone therapy. Ozone therapy is not O2, but it's O3, three oxygens, And three oxygens could be administered in a variety of ways, as we described in Part 1. Can you talk about some of the patients that you're seeing and, you know, perhaps uh, give us some case studies on how ozone therapy can be used in certain representative uh, conditions?
1: Okay, so we have, I'll use one example of a patient who who walked in with acute sarcoidosis, which is a very, they don't know the underlying etiology or what causes it.
0: No, tough disease to treat, yeah
1: disease to treat yeah and and I was really a little nervous because I thought well this guy needs really we need to just call an ambulance but we gave him a short uh, time we said look we'll we'll do a couple sessions with you because this is someone who refused the steroid treatment which is Mm -hmm. standard and the antibiotic treatment well within six sessions we did ozone and we also did some biologics in there and he was disabled from work but after the, after the treatment, he was reabled. We were, um, doing ma. We were, um, ozonating 750 milliliters. Uh, his gamma started low. I think we started at 40 and worked up to 70 as he got better. He changed his diet for that period of time. He went on a very strict vegan diet, which was helpful for him. I'm not saying that's for everyone. Mm-hmm. And um, we removed anything that we thought caused an inflammatory fire. We also had him on, you know, high doses of CoQ10 on an oral protocol. We Mm -hmm. had him on high doses of curcumin and things like that, just to bring down whatever the fire was. Um, And I run very comprehensive labs on everyone. You know, looking for what whatever pathogen might be all behind, whether it's toxic mold, right. or it might be um, Epstein-Barr, mm-hmm. or it could be uh, anything from toxoplasmosis yep. to CMV. And, and
0: with sarcoid, it, to, to describe it, it's a granulomatous disease. It's akin to tuberculosis, but they have not yes. been successful at finding a, a specific pathogen. They can't find the bug. That if there is a bug that causes sarcoidosis, so antibiotic therapy is kind of a shot in the dark. There's some suspicion shot that shot in the dark. And, yeah,
1: yeah I'm, I mean, the hospitals, are, they're trying to do the best that they can, you know, with whatever it is, you know. But this one, for some reason, and I use specific remedies that would go to his lung tissue. -hmm. Um, One was called bronchitis, and also his Krebs cycle was totally knocked out. And Mm -hmm. ozone activates the Krebs cycle by uh, enhancing the oxidative carboxylation of Mm peruvate and so it stimulates the production of ATP.
0: And And the idea, just if I can interject, is that when you have a a messed up. Krebs cycle, your mitochondria aren't working, and you revert to what's called anaerobic metabolism, which is uh, kind of a primitive metabolism, of the fermentive metabolism through lack of, yeah. basically lack of oxygen. So I guess by putting in more oxygen impetus, mm-hmm. perhaps you can jumpstart the more efficient uh, mitochondrial utilization of oxygen uh, that generates more energy.
1: Exactly. And every chronic disease, as a common denominator, every chronic disease you could say has mitochondrial damage, uh, has some effect on the Krebs cycle, and it also has a common denominator of oxygen deficiency. So when we do even a pulse ox on people who are ill, you know, their pulse ox could be as low as 86, which is very low, mm-hmm. and even 92. It's just that the little
0: thing, the device you put on your finger to see if yeah. you're oxygenating. It's a uh, really neat. Little device and it tells you if you're actually um, mm-hmm. putting oxygen through your bloodstream.
1: Exactly. So even with the Boston marathoner this morning, his pulse ox was like 97 initially, and after treatment, it jumped up right to 90, 98, and his heart rate went down from uh, he was at 57 and he went down hmm. to 52. Hmm. So it all yeah. It, it, so you can even get some you get immediacy with this. It also causes a significant reduction in NADH and it helps to oxidize cytochrome C. So, once you do that, there's a stimulation of production of enzymes which act as a free radical scavenger and cell wall protectors. So, glutathione peroxidase, catalase, superoxide uh, dismutase, those all come into play.
0: Mm hmm. Uh, and so
1: you're. Yeah, yeah go, go ahead, I'm sorry. Oh, and, and also all the pro- pro-inflammatory, so there's those pathways that, like, there's a thing called LPS, uh, the polyliposaccharide, so you, you can get inflammation from eating food or doing different things. And what ozone does is, it cuts off that whole pathway so that you don't have pro-inflammatory chemical messengers, you don't have the pro-inflammatory interleukins, mm-hmm. um, that, you know, raise tumor necrosis factor, uh, or interleukin 2, and um, you you cut off that whole um, immunological reaction, which is great because you stop inflammation dead in its tracks.
0: the, the German doctor uh, that I visited uh, who is was a big proponent of ozone therapy, well uh, you know like many Germans, he was a, a bon vivant, uh, you know liked to drink a lot of beer, we had a lot of beers together, <laughs> and um, he said that his morning routine, especially if he you know had a few too many the night before. Uh, was to take ozone, and he, he said that it had real mood-enhancing effects, that it was something mm-hmm. that was really energizing and uh, brain yeah. fog clearing. Can you well, exactly. speak to that?
1: Yes, exactly. We found out about that when we were first doing it. We were doing it by a different method before we had the advanced equipment, but we had a patient who was on um, and well-prescribed antidepressants uh, and then when I did all of her lab work, she had a raging uh, Epstein-Barr infection, mm-hmm. uh, IgM. Once we took care of that infection, but oh, there's a viral infection, effect, yeah. A mm-hmm. viral infection, yes, mono. Um, as, as she took care of that infection and we re, and we got that down to zero in IgM, her moods uh, improved significantly, and she actually could go. She went off, and still is off now, five years later of her antidepressants. So, the depression was caused by the viral load, mm-hmm. not that she really had. You know, a depressive personality.
0: You know, uh, quite honestly, the, one of the reasons I uh, used ozone therapy back in the 80s is that uh, we were in New York City, and we we're in the midst of the AIDS epidemic. And there was a lot of particularly young men, but also women uh, who were HIV positive. And this is before the advent of the drugs. So there's virtually nothing that could be done for them. And they were just, you know, getting sick and dying in droves. And, so ozone had at least the potential prospect of being antiviral. And so we administered uh, antiviral therapy with some degree of success. Um, and actually, I uh, took some of our uh, results to the National Institutes of Health in Bethesda, Maryland, met with Anthony Fauci, who was then head of infectious disease. Now he's head of the NIH. Um, and we presented it, and he just said, eh, you know, eh, you know, it's like, that's very interesting. Oh. Thank you for coming. What a and,
1: lost opportunity.
0: Right. Because but, what
1: you did in your groundbreaking, and the Canadian authorities authorized the study at, to test the safety and efficacy of it in the 80s with AIDS patients, and it showed real promise with in, in vitro testing.
0: Mm-hmm. In, in vitro, but... In you vitro, know, it, and it, it, then it,
1: also in vivo, too. See,
0: yeah, so that's that's really the crunch, because I think... You can pretty much, in fact, this was once proposed is that, you know, the blood supply is very risky. And especially before we mm-hmm. identified HIV and hepatitis, you know, that's mm-hmm. how people were getting very sick. And so one of the proposed ways of treating blood was mm-hmm. by ozonating blood. So what, what I became agree. of that? How, how come yeah. that never became standard well, uh, therapy? Because okay. we, we clean up swimming pools yeah. and dis- disinfect yeah. them. Why not blood? Was it, was there a it, reason?
1: Well, I, I can tell you one story I know um, i don't know if you know Dr. Fry Fry Labs, so he he does a DNA sequencing to find out because I wanted to find out what was left in the eye set. You know, did this what the particles that were left, whether they were protozoan or whatever or viral load, did it correlate and confirm the diagnosis of the patient? But mm-hmm. he said he met with the American Red Cross right. and he described what he was finding in everyone 's blood sample well they they got up and left the table. So that discussion was over. And just to let people know that in there are many states that don't even test for Lyme or Bartonella mm-hmm. or Babesia. Which can should, be
0: transmitted via blood transfusion. Which no can question. be tra- yeah.
1: transmitted, yes. So, you know, we we have to figure this out because it's a, uh, a huge uh, liability and an issue that could be addressed. But I agree. I thought that every blood drive, and even at the expense of it, all the blood should be ozonated and then stored.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean... Is there some technical obstacle that, in some ways, it uh, you know can money yeah you know, quite quite possibly <laughs> because because yeah, it, 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 it it it's something that may not be um uh monetizable because it's right. a it's a natural substance and you know I guess some company can patent a machine that does it but there's you know dozens of companies that make ozonizing ozonating machines. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you know, maybe just maybe that that's an obstacle to the universal acceptance of ozonation as a way of purifying blood. I, I don't know the inside story, maybe somebody uh, among my student listeners does, but it certainly could make sense because it's a it's a potent antiviral, antibacterial, mm-hmm. anti spirochete and so yes. on.
1: Yes. And and since we don't even know there are viruses out there. I have a patient right now who tests um, she's even testing positive for brucellosis, which is a very, you know, um, uh, very critical and dangerous disease, and it can even be used for bioterrorism, but it's because it's not that she has brucellosis. She has another virus, but the virus that she has, we don't even have a testing measure for it. It, it. it so, cross-reacts and, so it, and creates a... It cross-reacts, yeah, exactly, okay. and so then her rheumatoid arthritis factor is lighting up positive. Yeah. And her EBV is only IgM, not IgG. So it's showing she's not able to make any antibodies because of this cross-reactivity. So it's Hmm. fascinating to me. If I had to do it over again, I'd probably be going to immunology. Mm -hmm. But there's always a virus that we don't even have a test for. Remember, we didn't have Ebola. No question. That's why some people... That's, that's yeah. why
0: sometimes when people say, well, I, I think I have a virus. Can you test me for every conceivable virus uh, that you can? <laughs> no. And first of all, it would cost a fortune. You know, we could test for yeah. 40 things, but, you know, there, there are literally hundreds, perhaps thousands of things, and maybe they're just uncharted. You know, it's a little bit like the year 1300, you know, the early maps of the world, you know, that were geographically inaccurate because we just didn't know.
1: hmm Yeah. Yeah, we, we, we haven't really mapped the, the, the viral ocean floor, as it were. Mm-hmm, um, yeah. There's always going to be something new and there's always going to be a mutation, whether it's a mutation naturally or it's a mutation from the treatment that we use. However, ozone has no resistance, so it's a real player in like merger. It's a very broad, broad
0: spectrum. spectrum kind in of broad treatment. Spectrum, yeah.
1: There's no receptors and there's no resistance.
0: This episode of Intelligent Medicine is brought to you by Healthy Aging, providing you with the unique energy support of pure N.T. Factor. N.T. Factor is the only nutritional formula clinically proven to reduce fatigue, whatever the cause, whether it be age, illness, or just being run down. N.T. Factor from Nutritional Therapeutics repairs damaged cells and restores healthy bacteria in your digestive tract. Clinical trials have shown N.T. Factor reduces fatigue by almost half and it even reverses some symptoms of aging. I've been taking Factor for years with a 45-day money-back guarantee of nothing to lose. To order, call 800-982-9158. That's 800-982-9158. Or go to ntfactor.com. That's ntfactor.com. One other uh, application of ozone that uh, we tried for some patients, patients with infections... Uh, Mm -hmm. would receive intravenous ozone but also bag ozone we put a say Mm -hmm. an infected wound we would put an ozone bag and occlude it and then we would in in, and there was a little less concern about high concentrations of ozone because it was contained within the bag and we would use the ozone as a a disinfectant and that's that's Mm that seemed to be a very promising area what became of that
1: it's still going on. I mean, uh, you know, I mean, even at Harvard, they also use, uh, maggots and leeches. So, but, um, uh, ozone bag limbing, we, limbing, uh, bag limbing, uh, we do that as well. And you can, I mean, I've seen gashes and wounds that recover within a day. Um, There's also ozone cream. And there's some very... Ozonated oil,
0: right? Uh. And and
1: ozonated oil, yeah. And it's all organic. And actually, a friend of mine is the CEO of one of the companies. And they got um, certified organic from Switzerland. And they're very good. And they're able to impregnate the ozone into the organic oils Hmm. by, you know, 700%. Right.
0: And it what makes you think that it really does work is that the oil smells like ozone ozone has that kind yeah. of clean sort of mountain or beachy smell that's you know you get ozone in certain natural environments of course around electrical equipment you get ozone but it has sort of a fresh smell uh that at low concentrations is okay but you know you you've got to have um, probably some um oversight by Occupational Safety and Health Administration, because too much ozone sure. released into the air in your office—that's yeah. not yeah. good to breathe, right? So how do you prevent that? No, no, that?
1: The, you can be shut down. That—that's why you have to have an ozone destructor, which has charcoal in it, and we do on all pieces of equipment, okay. so that you're not breathing it in. That is a very important point and a safety feature for sure.
0: Okay, so see, it sounds like you know they're they're uh, it's it it's an area that is researched. Uh, and there are uh, safety concerns that are being addressed. It can be done in a a controlled fashion. Uh, It's one of those panacea therapies where, you know, it's got a broad applicability to infectious diseases, uh, cancer, Uh autoimmunity. uh, And then there's that general sort of, elixir property that ozone has. It's a little less clear yeah. why that works, but yeah. some people really get a boost from ozone, you know, for athletic and, performance and for mood.
1: Exactly. And it's also in the literature to re, as a treatment to reverse type 2 diabetes. It's also in the literature to reverse cardiovascular disease. You're going to always improve ejection fraction and things like that, you know, heart, uh, blood flow to the heart. Um, I have patients who might have some occlusions or it looks like they're being plaque by the markers that we've tested and after ozone those things can clear with the proper treatment. We do ozone chelation for heavy metals. Uh,
0: What's ozone, it say? Ozone and then you do followed by chelation? Is that another word?
1: Yes, yes. You always do the ozone first, then chelation. And chelation normally was, uh, you know, as you probably know, they recommend like 30 to 40 treatments. Well, mm-hmm. I've been able to supercharge that and save patient money because we can get done in, in 12 treatments what is normally done in 40. So I've presented those cases around the country
0: maybe you get some uh, more vasodilation, better circulation during the ozone, I mean, during the chelation treatment, and maybe bang for your. Buck.
1: the whole you know the whole process of detoxification and liberating those metals out of tissue storage mm-hmm. uh, to, to clear those from the body. And you know it also is very helpful for people who have genomic impairments. So maybe their mthFR is, Is impaired or their SOD or GSH or maybe COMT. Mm -hmm. And ozone is also very helpful with people who have the vulnerability genomically that they may be more at risk for contracting a disease.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, you you know, you sound very well informed because you, you know, you're not a one node Charlie. It sounds like you do this as part of a comprehensive uh, treatment (laughs) plan because uh, anyone who just relies on one modality, I think uh, they're missing out. You'd have to take a comprehensive approach. Yeah. Yeah. I I wanted to, you know, while I have you, um, I, I wanted to, uh, touch base with you about a type of therapy that we had a question about and I answered Mm -hmm. as best as I could, but I have no direct experience with it. Um, a woman, uh, emailed us a question and we Mm -hmm. answered as best we could on our weekly Q and a on, uh, laser vaginal rejuvenation,
1: Mm -hmm. uh, which
0: is something that you're certified in. It's actually, it's got Mm -hmm. a a name, a registered mm-hmm. trademark, the Mona Lisa Touch micro laser mm-hmm. vaginal re- rejuvenation procedure, which is FDA mm-hmm. approved for postmenopausal women and breast cancer survivors. So, uh, can you give us a little bit of a rundown on that? I don't expect you know sure. full. it's great you know, because it's hormone free. So,
1: yeah, so it's hormone free, uh, and that's why women who are breast cancer survivors can use it safely. So, because typically and women
0: who have vaginal dryness, they said, "Just use some estrace, you know, estrace cream, yes. you know." Right, and which right. is not going which to be good.
1: Yeah, that doesn't raise the risk of cancer, but for people who are very afraid of any
0: kind of yeah. hormone replacement. It's actually been proven relatively right. safe even if you've had cancer, but you know, it, there's, yes. there are certain concerns. Some people really want to stay away from anything resembling estrogen stimulation. Exactly.
1: So it's an it's a, a CO2 laser. Uh, it's it's a, a really neat machine, and then that just goes into the vagina, um, it, it, there's a specific technique with it, turning it clockwise and then counterclockwise. But basically what it does, it stimulates stem cells, fibroblasts, and proteoglycans. So because it stimulates regeneration of new tissue, you have the better lubrication. Okay. And you, you do three treatments um, six weeks apart, and then you can do like you would take your car in for a tune-up. You then go in every year just for a tune-up.
0: Okay. So, you know, when I hear about this, I I you know, I f- I go back to the movie Goldfinger, you know, the James Bond movie yeah. uh, that I grew up with. <laughs> you know, when I was a kid, I was like 11 years old I think when it came out. And they have James Bond on the table strapped down and there's this laser that's pointed somewhere between his legs and it's advancing <laughs> menacingly towards his nether parts. And uh, yeah. James Bond looks up and asks Goldfinger, he said Goldfinger, do you want me to talk? And Goldfinger (laughs) says, no, Mr. Bond, I want you to die. And so it's nothing as um, harmful, dangerous, uh, burning. No, uh, not at all.
1: Yeah, no. There's, uh, in in fact, uh, it's not dangerous at all and most women don't have any side effects from it they might have a slight irritation but give them uh, an aqua for uh, cream to put on if you know because most of them have very thin tissue because of aging uh, or because they don't have hormones so if the tissue is rather thin uh, then they might have just a slight irritation but that heals very quickly
0: okay well thanks for clearing that up because uh, that was a question that uh, you know the questions like that do arise and these are modalities that uh, are out there and can be of help to some women who are suffering from uh, age-related uh, vaginal dryness, uh, pain on sexual intercourse. And uh, it's important to restore optimal uh, vaginal tissue resiliency mm-hmm. with whatever methods yeah. we can arrive at. So, uh, all right, well, let's give out the information once again. Uh, it's uh, Second Nature Care, and the website is secondnaturecare, one word, dot com
1: it. Yeah, that's it. And we're living longer so we have, you know, we have new problems. That's that's why, you know, with the aging process. But ozone is definitely an anti-aging therapy.
0: Alright, well, thanks for bringing us up to speed on a, a subject that uh, you don't often t- too often hear about, but I think uh, it's important for our audience to learn about it. Um, that's Isadora Guggenheim. Uh, she's a naturopathic physician, RN, and nutritionist up at Second Nature Care, which is in Nyack, New York. Thanks very much for joining us today, Eustora.
1: Thank you so much for the
0: opportunity. My pleasure. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and this is the Intelligent Medicine Podcast. As an Intelligent Medicine listener, you know how important it is to ensure that your supplements are genuine, safe, and effective. But vetting your sources and tracking down the exact products you need can be a hassle. That's why I'm inviting you to browse my online supplement dispensary at drhoffmanstore.com. We stock only the highest quality supplements, some of which are very hard to find elsewhere. The very same supplements I prescribe to my patients and take myself. My specially curated professional-grade supplements are fulfilled via the Fullscript network. Fullscript is the safest and most convenient way to purchase my medical-grade supplements. Buying through Fullscript offers fast shipping, optional refill reminders, a mobile-friendly site. It's safe, secure, and HIPAA compliant and offers world class support. Just go to drhoffmanstore.com to sign up for your free full script account. You'll also receive free shipping on all of your store orders. That's DrhoffmanStore.com. Drhoffmanstore.com